As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. The latest on Titans bills, high-profile injuries, and the rest of Week 5 on Fantasy Football in 15. Hello everyone, happy Friday. The weekend has arrived and we are here with Fantasy Football in 15 to help you get all that last minute news into your noggin for your week five lineups. I am Michael Beller. I am joined by Derek Van Riper. DVR, what's going on? Hey, not much. Excited for another weekend. Looking forward to Sunday, no matter how many games we actually get in that day. <laughs> yeah, all right. We uh, are not sure just how uh, this weekend's going to go, and unfortunately, maybe that is a statement that we'll be saying a lot for the rest of this football season. Let's start off with that uncertainty. Titans and Bills still in serious doubt this week. Hard to imagine that this game gets played on Sunday. Maybe it gets played on Monday, but then uh, you've got uh, a Bills team that's supposed to play on Thursday with the Chiefs, so that game could get pushed back. Basically, it is an entire mess here. Um, How are we handling this game this week? I'm basically in my leagues treating it the same way we did Chiefs and Patriots, where letting people say, you know, uh, if Josh Allen plays, I want to play Josh Allen. If he doesn't play, give me my backup quarterback. I think that's really the only fair thing to do here with all the uncertainty. Yeah, I was just thinking about that after we talked about it last week, and that's how fantasy football used to be before there was the internet. (laughs) I remember when I was a kid, my dad would play, and he had one guy in his league had a computer and Microsoft Excel, and he would print off a sheet every week and hand out the scores, and people would declare who they were going to play if their starter wasn't playing, and the lineup would just be the starters highlighted with the contingencies listed below. And that's just how it worked because you couldn't click in replacements. You didn't really have easy access to the inactives. And it worked fine, you know, pre-internet. So I think that's a good way to go. It's fair. It's not that difficult to do with the commissioner tools on most sites. And I think it just keeps things from getting out of control. If you start adding extra roster spots and messing around with settings too much, then it, it breaks down the basic structure of your league. This is just a simple way to work around a very unusual situation. 
you got to remember what you did and how to counteract or go back on what you did for the next week. There's just too many moving parts there. Definitely contingency starters is the way to go. And I don't want to hear any more about the Titans shouldn't forfeit these games. It's unfair to uh, the Patriots or it's unfair to the Ravens if uh, the Steelers get a free win or the Bills get a free win. These teams should not be at uh, having to mess around with their schedules because of the Titans' screw-ups, right? So, so be it. This is 2020. This is the world we live in now. I don't want to hear any more about forfeits being unfair to these other teams. How about the teams that are actually impacted by it right now in Pittsburgh and Buffalo? That's, that's enough. Let's move on. Uh, Lamar Jackson has missed another practice, did not practice on Thursday because of his knee issue, also an illness uh, that popped up on Thursday. Right now, the, uh, the Ravens are saying basically nothing to see here. Lamar's going to play on Sunday. Let's just pretend for a second, Derek, that Lamar doesn't play on Sunday. He's the only quarterback on your roster. Are you just grabbing RG3 and plugging him in, or are you looking at a different quarterback? Definitely looking at a different quarterback. I mean, if you're in a two-quarterback or super flex league, then RG3 might be the only starter available or one of the only starters available. But I think generally, I'm maybe looking at that Miami-San Francisco matchup and trying to pick on that Miami defense. We still don't know if it's going to be Jimmy Garoppolo or... C.J. Beathard this week, but I would actually trust Beathard against Miami more than I trust RG3 against the Bengals, uh, mostly because I think the Miami defense is just so extraordinarily bad that anybody can go in there and put up pretty big numbers against them. My favorite guy to go to this week, if I am a Lamar Jackson person, is uh, Kirk Cousins. Just 29% rostered in Yahoo leagues. The Seattle defense has stopped no one through the air. The emergence of Justin Jefferson gives him two really good options uh, as uh, pass catchers, Jefferson and, of course, Adam Thielen. The way that Dalvin Cook is running the ball, I really like that Minnesota offense in this game. That's a game where I think that uh, they keep it close, and it's a really fun game on Sunday night football. Seattle favored by a touchdown. Give me the Vikings in that one with the points. I think they keep it close. I think it's high scoring. I think it's fun. I think Kirk Cousins definitely can have himself a very good fantasy game. Maybe you are more into Justin Herbert as your starter in place of Lamar Jackson. Uh, Anthony Lynn, certainly into Justin Herbert, uh, made quote news on Thursday. I say quote because we all knew this already. Justin Herbert will remain the Chargers starter going forward in the fantasy world. Derek, I think this is great news for all Chargers with the possible exception of Mike Williams. And Mike Williams, for what it's worth, didn't practice again on Thursday because of his hamstring injury. But just great news for the running backs. Amazing news for um, uh, Keenan Allen. Good news for Hunter Henry. No knock on Tyrod Taylor, but just uh, the game that Justin Herbert plays is just going to be a better foundation fantasy-wise for all these guys, I think. Yeah, I still feel bad for Tyrod Taylor since it was Absolutely. essentially malpractice that cost him his starting yes. job. And I would say Herbert, along with Cousins, who you mentioned, Daniel Jones, Teddy Bridgewater, those guys are all single quarterback league options that I'd put ahead of RG3 in the event that that plays out as well. I think Herbert is probably going to be an on-again, off-again sort of guy in your typical 10 or 12-team league. I don't think he's going to be rostered consistently every single week going forward, but I think with the Chargers being road underdogs going into New Orleans especially. Volume should be there this week, so I think he is a pretty strong play this week if you're hurting at the position. Yeah, Chargers, uh, seven and a half point underdogs on Monday night. I think that's another game that should give us uh, into the 50s in total scoring. And Herbert has looked apart, man. Looked great last week. 290 yards, three touchdowns, better than 11 yards per attempt against the Buccaneers. And that's been a very effective defense all season. So hats off to Justin Herbert. He won that starting job. Unfortunate the way that it came about, but definitely has taken advantage of the opportunity presented to him. No surprise that he will remain the Chargers starter. We've got some good injury news. 
news to go over. Michael Thomas, Jared Cook, both back at practice for the Saints. Sounds like both of them will be able to return on Monday night in Week 5. Le'Veon Bell, we've talked about him a few times this week. Trending in the right direction. Sounds like he will be activated and returned to the Jets' offense this week. Devontae Parker, full practice participant on Thursday, so no concerns for him and that ankle injury. Calvin Ridley also participated in practice, so sounds like he's going to be able to go. Julio Jones didn't participate in the team portion of practice, but he did do individual drills. I'd say that maybe falls more in like the middle news. Not quite good, definitely not bad, considering he didn't practice at all on Wednesday, but this is one you're going to have to take down to the wire again. Silver lining, this is a 1 p.m. Eastern kickoff between the Falcons and the Panthers. Let's flip this over to... Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. DirecTV gives you access to apps like Netflix and live sports right next to each other. I don't get it. Let me put it in pigeon terms. It's like that one amazing dumpster with the old fruit and cardboard all in one place. How am I supposed to keep up with illustrative metaphors when you are making me so hungry? Get live TV and streaming apps together without a satellite. Visit directtv.com. Requires high-speed internet-connected Gemini device and separate paid subscription to watch Netflix on DirecTV. Terms and restrictions apply. To some bad injury news, Derek Kareem Hunt limited again in Thursday's practice with that groin injury. Didn't keep him out last week. Hard to imagine it'll keep him out this week. Keep an eye on Friday's practice report, and when you check it out for him, check it out for Odell Beckham as well. He was limited on Thursday with a toe injury. On the other side of Ohio, we had Joe Mixon suddenly limited because of a shin injury. This one popped up, so it sounds like a practice injury, according to our Paul Daner Jr., so that's one you're definitely going to want to keep an eye on. Bengals taking on the Ravens on Sunday. On the other side of that game, you're going to have Mark Andrews limited with a thigh injury in Thursday's practice. This has been part and parcel of being Mark Andrews in the NFL, so have to imagine he will be able to give it a go on Sunday. LaVisca Chenault also limited in practice on Thursday because of a hamstring injury. He had that same hamstring issue last week, then went out there and caught five or six targets for 86 yards. So LaVisca Chenault, probably good to go. Keep an eye on that Friday practice report. Let's talk about the most banged-up offense in the league. Derek, the San Francisco 49ers, plenty of good news for them. Of course, they got George Kittle and Debo Samuel back last week. Sounds like they're maybe getting Jimmy Garoppolo and Raheem Mostert back this week. Garoppolo limited in Thursday's practice with an ankle injury. Raheem Mostert returned to practice for the first time in a couple of weeks with that knee issue on Thursday as well. Debo Samuel didn't practice. It's an undisclosed issue as to why he didn't, but the fact that he played last week, you know, maybe uh, something else going on, but a good sign that he should be able to play again this week. So let's look at a finally full-strength 49ers offense for the first time this season. Remember, Debo Samuel started the year on IR. What should our expectations be when they've got Garoppolo, Mostert, Samuel, Ayuk, Kittle, all of them out there? I mean, I think the passing game could at least get to that league average sort of level on a week-to-week basis, which with the injuries they've been dealing with, they haven't really been there consistently. It's sort of been Kittle or bust with big plays coming kind of randomly from depth players there. I do think it gets a little more clear eventually, too, where Samuel and Ayuk are kind of the one and two behind Kittle 
Kittle's their number one receiver, number one pass right. catcher, the alpha in that offense. There's no doubt about that. But I think San Francisco can sustain three pass catchers if everything falls into place. And I think Jimmy Garoppolo still needs to show us that he can be more than a game manager. I think he has to prove that. But I think he finally has weapons around him now where it's now or never. And I think if we don't have an answer to that question or if we don't know that he's more than a game manager by the end of this season, I think we can look at him as an actual weakness on an otherwise really strong team, almost top to bottom on this roster. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. And it is going to be interesting to see what this offense does when it's fully healthy. We've been you know, flying semi-blind with respect to this 49ers offense. We know what they want to do, and a lot of the parts carried over from last season. But they were going to be you know, doing some new stuff. You, you, you introduced Brandon Ayuk, you introduced Jarek McKinnon into this offense, and now we're suddenly looking at an offense that has Mostert, McKinnon, Samuel, Ayuk, the Alpha, and George Kittle. Five guys who are all going to carry fantasy relevance week in and week out. Maybe McKinnon phases out of that as Raheem Mostert gets healthier and healthier. Maybe Ayuk phases out of that a little bit with a fully healthy Kittle and Samuel. But for the time being, we look at this team as having five fantasy relevant skill players around Jimmy Garoppolo. And so I'm really interested to see how they end up deploying all of those options and using all of them. And we really might not get a fair and full look at that this week. Again, uh, Debo Samuel didn't practice on Thursday. We'll hopefully get a little bit more news on that on Friday. Raheem Mostert could go, but maybe won't be fully back at 100%. So it still might be a couple more weeks before we really see this fully formed vision that Kyle Shanahan has for the 49ers offense. It's going to be one that's fun to watch, and it's going to be one that maybe the only sure thing is George Kittle every single week, but is always going to have those other spokes of the wheel that are part of our fantasy football discussion. Uh, Let's wrap this up with some more good injury news. Derek, we're going to go back to Baltimore. We've already talked about Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews. Marquise Brown has a knee issue, but practiced in full on Thursday. So Marquise Brown will be out there for you against the Bengals. Terry McLaurin limited in practice on Thursday because of a thigh injury. Maybe that sounds bad, but just rewind yourself 24 hours. Didn't practice at all on Wednesday. So the fact that he stepped up his practice participation on Thursday, definitely a good sign for his availability on Sunday. Juju Smith-Schuster and Deontay Johnson. Juju has a knee, Deontay Johnson a toe injury, but both of them logged full practices on Thursday. So the Steelers are going to be at full strength when they return to the field and take on the Eagles on uh, Sunday. And then finally, DeAndre Hopkins practice in limited fashion on Thursday. Again, maybe that sounds like bad news, but he didn't practice at all last week. Played played his full complement of snaps, his full complement of routes on Sunday. So the fact that he's already able to practice on Thursday, definitely good news for DeAndre Hopkins in this one. Let's look really quickly at that Pittsburgh situation. You have Juju coming back. You have Deontay Johnson coming back. You've got James Conner. You've got Ben Roethlisberger. Everyone there, totally healthy, good to go. Do you worry at all about the layoff of a surprise buy, that, what that could have on them going up against the Eagles, or are you just saying, you know, screw it? Obviously, you're going to play these guys. We're talking about Roethlisberger, Conner, Juju Smith-Schuster, but do you temper your expectations for them at all after the surprise buy last week? I think it's more about the matchup and less about the surprise week off, right? I mean, if anything, it's just a week to to heal up nagging injuries that may have been picked up in the first few weeks of the season and to spend extra time preparing for the Eagles. I, I think it probably could help more than it actually hurts. I, I think the interesting thing about this matchup, it's got a very low over-under total. We talked about it a little bit. 
uh, on the Friday fantasy pod, the full length one. But I'm looking at Roethlisberger as an interesting tournament play because I don't think anyone's chasing that game. It's not part of the 50 and up group. And yet he's home against an Eagles defense that's not great. It's not bad either, but it's it, it's a soft enough matchup for him where he can go out there, put up 27 plus points at that offense, and actually exceed expectations with a very low roster rate this week. So I kind of like the Steelers offense in this spot. Yeah, I like the Steelers offense in this spot too. I think the Eagles keep it close. I'm surprised that's a touchdown spread after the impressive victory the Eagles hung on the 49ers last week. But uh, I don't think it's because of uh, slowing down the Pittsburgh offense that the Eagles keep it close. So uh, it'll be a fun game to watch, uh, certainly, when those two teams get together. That's going to do it for this episode of Fantasy Football in 15. Still looking to get an athletic subscription? Good news, $1 a month. All you got to do, go to theathletic.com slash football in 15 and get access to every single thing we do at The Athletic. For Derek Van Riper, I am Michael Beller. Fantasy Football in 15 will be back with you next week. Until then, thanks for listening and enjoy all the football this weekend.